When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline Leaf, and today I'm going to talk to you about how to reset and reconnect after a fight. Something that we all need to be able to do because fighting is inevitable. Being a human, you're going to have disagreements, and you know what? This is totally okay because it's in the messiness of disagreements, fights, and arguments that when we prepare to come together and look at the mess, we can repair the mess and we can grow as humans and in our relationships. But before we begin, I just want to remind you that this podcast is for educational purposes and if you need medical advice, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And also, if you enjoy my podcasts and want to help me keep making them free and accessible to everyone, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. The name of this podcast is Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. Leave a review, leave me a five-star review and share this podcast with friends and family and on social media. It would mean so much to me. And now on to today's podcast. So, fighting with friends, family or loved ones is inevitable. It's impossible for us to get along all the time. In fact, when especially when you spend a lot of time with certain people, it's inevitable that they're going to be clashes. And as I already said, this is totally okay. It's a normal part of being human. And the issue is not to stay in that messiness of the fight. The key is to recognize the fight has happened and then to dive in and repair the mess so that you can grow. If there's no arguments, there's no messiness. And if there's no messiness, there's no opportunity for growth, for repair and for growth. So we can become better individuals and better at our relationships if we can understand that fighting is a part of who we are. It's a part, it's a part of how, what, what it means to interact with others. But what's key is not staying in that fight. It's accepting, yes, there are going to be disagreements because we look at things differently, because we're tired, because we are reacting in a, in a highly emotional way because of X, Y, and Z, because of pressures of life, because of differences in opinion. So not to be frightened of the fighting and not to think it's the end of the world when you have a fight, but to see it as an opportunity to grow yourself as a human and to grow in that relationship. So see that we are all unique. Every single one of us is different. I've done a couple of podcasts in different aspects of uniqueness. But one thing I love to say about uniqueness is the following. There is something you can do that no one else can do. So therefore, if we actually recognize that in each other, there's no competition. It's different perceptions, different ways of thinking. So with that kind of overarching view that if I reach out and try to understand you, even if I don't agree with you, everything you say, but I recognize that you can bring something to the table that will enhance me, I can bring something to the table that will enhance you. When you do that, 
then you become, you create a whole enhancement in your relationship and that leads to a much healthier relationship. It's kind of like when two waves, basically one wave goes underneath the other wave, they hit each other and one moves underneath the other, the wave gets bigger. That's enhancement. Whereas if two waves hit each other but they don't go underneath each other, then you get flatline and that leads to this continued messiness. So when we grab that fight as an opportunity to grow, when we see this as a possibility of growth, then we go into that enhancement mentality, which increases our neurophysiology, uh, increases the health of our neurophysiology and increases our intelligence. So managing the messiness of fights will increase your intelligence and do a lot of great stuff in the mind, brain and body. What is so interesting is that we, every single one of the cells of our brain and our body are uniquely attuned to each of us. And this is so our physical is attuned to the to the mind, the physicality of the mind, and it's completely unique. And your mind brain body is completely different to mine. And that plays out as well in our brain. We see that there are 200 specializations across the cortex. And those specializations enable me to do what you can't do. And therefore, I can't do everything and nor can you. So what I can do that you can't enhances you and vice versa. Winter is finally here, which means I finally get to wear all my cozy cold weather essentials. And if anyone knows how to make the perfect winter outfit, it's Jenny Kane, the California-based company that makes a range of stunning must-haves that help me get through these chillier days. All their pieces will keep me smiling well into the new year. And if I'm being honest, for years to come. They have truly made the art of getting dressed so much simpler and more elegant, whether I'm relaxing at home with my family or having fun at a friend's holiday party. I especially love the fact that Jenny Kane has made their online shopping experience so simple and stress-free. I love browsing through all their beautiful clothing items, accessories and home goods. I recently bought their Aspen Boucle throw for my bedroom and it arrived so quickly. Indeed, just in time for me to enjoy the colder nights where I live. I could even sleep in their clothes, they're so comfortable. Like their fisherman cashmere sweater, which is so easy to wear and looks stunning with any winter outfit. Lightweight and luxe, it's the must-have piece in any wardrobe. When it comes to getting dressed, Jenny Kane really believes in one thing, the art of simplicity. With a focus on comfort, quality and timeless design, they make pieces that truly never go out of style. All their curated stylish staples will look great with everything in your closet. Jenny Kane truly is the simplest way to look put together in an instant. So what are you waiting for? Find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com and get 15% off your first order when you use the code LEAF at checkout. That's J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E dot com promo code LEAF. The link and details will be in the show notes. And so that's the thinking here. And and when we when we have a fight, it's if we see the fights as being differences of opinion, different ways of seeing the world, if we come into that that argument with this view that, hey, we're different, it's, it's a, it's a neurophys- psycho-neurophysiological fact that we're different, that actually fighting can help us to grow more as long as we manage it, and that we're seeing things differently, and I've just got to look at things differently because that other person is looking at uh, seeing things in a different way, and then when I do that, I enhance myself, I enhance the other person, I increase my intelligence, I'm increasing my mind, brain, body health. When you come in it with that angle, it makes it easier to deal with the issue. Okay, so it also makes the world super interesting that we're all different, and it means we can keep learning new, have new experiences. 
but it can also lead to a lot of misunderstandings, miscommunications and clashing opinions. And now having been married for 34 years and been with my husband Mac for 35 and a half actually and four kids and three of my four kids and my husband, we all work together. So there's a lot of opportunity in our family to misunderstand, to miscommunicate, to have clashing opinions. I mean, I've raised four very strongly opinionated children who have really taught to think and challenge. So it leads to a lot of potential for arguments. So we as a family express our emotions. We allow us, I always allowed my kids to express what they say, what they feel and give, put their opinions forward. And we've got into arguments and we've got into fights, but we always catch ourselves. We've practiced, we've trained ourselves to catch ourselves and to how to reset and reconnect after a fight. So let's see how to do this. So it's important, even when these arguments or misunderstandings come up, that we find some way to make amends. So here are some simple tips to reconnect after a fight, which you would use once you've actually done the neurocycle. So I'm going to give you the tips, and then I'm going to go through the neurocycle. So the first thing is to remember that after a fight, when you may feel you may feel sad, angry, or frustrated, is to validate those feelings, accept those feelings as being a normal response to the situation, and then to accept that arguments between friends, family, and loved ones are is normal, and it's part of having a relationship with someone. So I'm repeating that a lot, but I know for myself when I had fights with my husband in the early parts of our marriage, or when there's been fights amongst my kids as they've grown up, I have to remind myself all the time that this is a normal part of us being together a lot and having differences of opinion and being open and vulnerable to each other. Generally, arguments allow for emotional expression and any frustrations to come out. And this can help get rid of grudges. So things can come out that that could potentially be pushed down and affect a relationship. So it's a way of getting things out in the open. And even if there are a few tears and screaming and shouting, get that under control and move forward. Don't ever let it, don't just walk away and leave it, sort it out. It can also help you understand the other person more because it gives them a chance to, they'll say things to you that you did this, that did that to me and I feel like this and I'm seeing, and you you can listen and say, oh wow, I didn't know that my words had that kind of impact. I didn't know it affected you like this. And if you can listen to each other like that instead of saying, oh, well, I didn't mean it that way and you misunderstanding me. If we just take a deep breath, which really does calm down the brain, Breathe in for three counts, breathe out for seven, do it six to nine times and you'll get that neurochemistry under control. And instead of both reacting to each other, you listen to each other so that you hear what the other person is perceiving about the situation and you can see what's coming, what's inside of them and let it come out so that you can then address that and say, look, okay, I didn't realize when I did this, that this is what it did to you, but definitely when you say, I did that and that affected you. That was not my intention. So it gives you the opportunity to get things out and sort them out. And this is the messiness repairing growth process that I'm talking about. It can also be a way of setting boundaries and, and giving you that space because both of you, both you and the other person are saying what they can't, can and can't deal with. So it's a boundary space setting exercise. But it can also be a place that leads to compromise. So a non-excessive amount of fighting is actually um, so is, is actually very normal and quite healthy because it's in the messiness that we can repair and grow. Okay, so a non-excessive. So if it's if there's an excessive amount of fighting and there's just no growth forward, that means that you're not resolving. So that there's your red flag. So arguments happen, but if it's an excessive amount, 
if it's and if it, each time it's kind of about the same thing, then you're not growing forward. I remember my husband and I used to have arguments about the same thing, and I remember saying to him, "Listen, we are arguing about the same thing. The same thing's triggering us. Let's sit down and unpack that." And me being a therapist, it was a natural thing for me to do that. My husband's not a therapist. So it really irritated him at first when I would say, you know, he would say, don't, don't justify, don't leave it alone. It's over now. Move forward. I said, no, because we've had this fight 20 times, the same thing. We have to unpack this. We have to find out why we keep arguing about these things. We need to gather awareness of the statements that we are saying to each other. We need to gather awareness of the impact that it's having on ourselves mentally and physically and on our relationship and how it's impacting and the time that it's taking and, and what is how it's bleeding into other areas of our life. We then need to reflect on why. Why what I am saying is triggering you and what you are saying is triggering me. What is it about these statements? Is there, and, and to ask, answer, discuss, then write that down. Metacognitive, third step of the neurocycle. Gather is the first step. Reflect is the second step. Write that down. Mac and I would sit there with a big piece of paper and make a metacognitive, which is a way of organizing information that you just pour everything out on the paper. You're both writing there and you pour it out in this branched fashion, which forces the two sides of the brain to work together, dives deep into your non-conscious, boosts, super boosts your introspection and gives you tremendous insight. And when you're in that state of mind, you can dig out stuff that maybe what one of you said triggered something from your past that actually wasn't relevant to, to the other person, but it was how it was the reason why you reacted, whatever. There's a million things will come out. And it'll be all jumbled and messy. So the fourth step is then to look at everything that's been written and now get some patterns and triggers and antidotes and understandings. And from there, go to step five, which will be to create a strategy and a plan for how are you going to go forward. So next time when this situation happens, this is the trigger that triggers me. This is the trigger that triggers you. What is our antidote? What is our action plan? I cannot tell you how this has improved our marriage. We do this. We still do this. We hardly have arguments anymore when we do have arguments, because we do argue, I mean, we do have disagreements, but they're not as as big as they were in the beginning of our marriage. They resolve very quickly and we immediately go into growth mindset, repair and growth mindset. So this is really worth, worth getting a handle on. Okay, so another tip. Next, most likely during the fight, there were high emotions. Fights generate high emotions. High emotions are things that are, no emotion is an illness, but an emotion can become distorted. All emotions are wonderful. They have messages. Even things like anger, frustration, guilt, all those things that seem so bad, they all have message, they're all messengers. So you want to make the fight and the emotions in that moment work for you. So in, so as you're firing up, those emotions, when they go distorted, when they get distorted, when they get driven by a trigger and they get projected like fly out of a volcano like hot lava the hot lava burns but if they are squirted out of a if you t- i'm thinking of analogies on the spot if you take a can and you open the can of a fizzy drink and that bursts out that water is not going to hurt you so an emotion that is manageable is the one that's being burst you know it's a, a fizzy drink that you've maybe shaken up a bottle of sparkling water and you take off the, the lid and it, it bursts all over you the water doesn't hurt you but it's an emotion, you feel something, versus the volcano, which will burn you. So two extremes. So when our emotions in the, are in the volcanic state, then that tends to block on your, it, it puts us into toxic stress, and then our neurophysiology changes, and our reactivity increases, and wisdom disappears out the window. And we will say and do things that we really don't mean. 
There's a statement that's often made that many a true word are said in anger. I totally disagree. It's unscientific. It's not factual at all. We will say things we don't mean in anger. And we will also pour out pain in anger. And that pain, and I think that's probably what the statement was trying to refer to, but when we say things in this burst of high emotion in the midst of a fight, we need to look at what those words were. And that's why I say gather awareness, because they will contain information about why you are reacting in that way. What was the source that you that that actually caused that reaction? Until you find the source, it's like you're taking a weed out of the garden. Until you pull it out by its roots, it's going to keep going back. So you, you can't just leave fights. You have to go through this process and get the emotions to the point where they just, the, the, the water all over you as opposed to that fiery hot lava. And that's where this neurocycling and these tips will help you do. The holidays can be a stressful time of year, trying to work and prepare for the season, dealing with end of year deadlines and trying to keep the peace between family members at the dinner table. There are a lot of things to try and juggle and deal with every day. But there are ways we can manage our stress, including taking CBD. I personally have been using CBD to help me combat holiday stress and found that it works great to help with my mood, sleep, pain, anxiety and inflammation. My personal favorite product right now is Nate's incredible de-stress blend. This one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG is made from the world's purest full-spectrum hemp and features a botanical infusion of ashwagandha, cardamom and cinnamon. I also love that Nate shares third-party lab reports, who farms their products and their extraction process all right there on their site. No wonder Nate CBD products have over 2,000 five-star reviews. And now, for the holidays, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess listeners get 20% off Nate products with the code DRLEAF. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D dot com slash DRLEAF to get 20% off plus a free gift with orders over $150. The link and details will be in the show notes. The high emotions can also lead to things like accusing and defense mechanisms and justification and things that just make each of you you more angry with each other than before. Even if you manage to get the issue resolved, your cortisol levels will still be high. We know for a fact that in a woman, they stay high longer than in a man. So within an hour or so, the cortisol levels will drop. In females, basically, they stay high for quite long periods of time. So it's it's, it's good to, to know that in terms of timing, but when your cortisol levels at the wrong level, male and female, it's going to, whatever gender, it is going to affect your physiology, it's going to affect how you are thinking. You can't think straight. When you've got volcano emotions, you've got to get them down to fizzy water emotions. And this is where things like give yourself space, move away from the argument, deep breathing in the midst of an argument, decompression activities, which we're adding a lot of those to our app. Currently in my app, I've got a lot of brain preparation exercises that are great for high emotional states to calm you down. My app is called the NeuroCycle app. And the the five steps of the NeuroCycle that I mentioned, you can find the NeuroCycle app where I teach you and walk you through, literally giving you therapy, the five steps of the NeuroCycle, which are gather, reflect, metacog, recheck, and active reach where I walk you through those, you can get my NeuroCycle app. You can download that from Google and iTunes, and that'll then help you apply the NeuroCycle in your life. Lots of brain preparation exercises, explanations, lots of help to help you manage your mind through these situations and for any situation. That's why you hear me mention this on every podcast. Also, my latest book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, 
I have a great explanation and lots of examples of how to use the neurocycle, what it is and how to do it. Okay, so that's it. just an aside if you if you want to know more about how to actually apply this in depth. So it's really a good thing to to take that, that little bit of space. If you're in the midst of an argument and you both still like have seriously high emotions, you know, do that, breathe in for three seconds, out for seven seconds, do that six to um, six to nine times. That gives you 60 to 90 seconds. If that's not enough, move away from each other. My husband and I do that. We'll do the breathing. If we're still irritated with each other, we'll separate for a while. And then we often communicate on text first before coming back into and, and calm each other down, get ourselves calm, communicate some things by text, tell each other we're sorry, and then connect face to face. I mean, you don't have to do that, but these are ways of buying yourself space and processing time. And you know, get your stress levels back to normal levels, get your stress working for you and not against you. You know, when stress works against you, the blood vessels of your heart are going to, this is just one of 1,400 neurophysiological responses, but the blood vessels of your heart will constrict, and that means less blood flow and oxygen to your brain, which affects the way that your theta uh, waves will flow in your brain, and that affects your ability to actually have wisdom. And you need wisdom in the midst of a fight. If you're going to repair a mess and grow, you need wisdom. So once you've managed to calm down, it's always a good thing to readdress the issues and problems, and this is where the neurocycle is fantastic. So you may find that in the midst of a fight with high emotions, you don't do the neurocycle initially. You just do the breathing or separate for a period of time, maybe start with the texting. Then you come back together and do a neurocycle together. It's always, you, you don't, especially if the fight is, is a repeated pattern, which you'll very clearly see when you do the neurocycle. You'll pick up the patterns and the triggers very easily. You'll start seeing the root of those as well. So it's important to remember that when we readdress the issue, it might not be the same day. You might not be able to do it today. It may be that you don't have time or it's late at night or something like that. But try and do it as soon as possible after the fight so that you can address it. There's no set standard, but readdressing can help to form healthy conversations and create compromises or boundaries that could prevent further fighting on the topic. I know that doing a review of sorts over an argument may seem stressful or repetitive, which is what my husband always used to initially say, but he learned that this is the best way for our relationship to improve, and it's fantastic. We have an amazing marriage and an amazing relationship, and you may feel like you just want to go away and move on and just not deal with it. It's like sometimes you just think, oh, I just can't do this. It's too exhausting. Well, you know, maybe do a little bit at a time and give yourself space. Sometimes you may need that a day, a week, a month, you may need longer, but don't just leave it because it will come up again somewhere. It's there. It's in your brain, in the other person's brain, in their mind, in their body, in three places, mind, brain, and body. Both of it, you connect it, it's going to explode somewhere. It's a dormant volcano. Think about how with certain people, you tend to have the same fight over and over again, which I mentioned. And then when you readdress it, you can get to the core and sort that out. Okay. Particularly important to get if you uh, to come back to it if you couldn't get the fight resolved in the heat of the moment. Don't you just love it when your household products and foods match your home? Yes, you heard that right. Match your home. Public goods, one of my favorite ways to shop for household goods online, not only makes great products that I can use every day, but everything looks clean and calming. No more bright colors and mismatched packaging. Rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, Public Good members can buy all their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful streamlined aesthetic that can truly make your house feel like a home. Public Goods is my new everything store, thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. 
My puppies are big fans of their peanut butter cheese chews, which make training time so easy. While the rest of my family love snacking on their chocolate-covered almonds and delicious vanilla and coconut grain-free granola. I especially love that Public Goods ethically sources and develops each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives, still common on drug and grocery store shelves. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals and the environment. And I worked out an awesome deal just for my listeners. Receive $15 off your first Public Goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right, they are so confident that you'll absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they are giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. Plus, right now, receive your choice of either a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food storage wraps with your order. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com forward slash drleaf or use the code drleaf at checkout. That is P-U-B-L-I-C. G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash Dr. Leaf to receive $15 off your first order. The link and details will be in the show notes. And also, please remember this. You are going to say stuff you regret. Don't hold that against each other. This is such a key issue with getting over a fight. Don't hold it against each other. Sometimes you'll say the worst thing that you can think of which you don't mean one single word of it, but you say it because you're just operating out of pain and anger. And that's why don't hold it over each other's heads. Just own it, say sorry for saying that. And if someone did it to you, give them grace to let them say sorry and accept the apology. Another step in restating is simply to say, I'm sorry. I mean, it, it's an incredibly important, powerful word and mean it. Don't say it without meaning it. Say I'm sorry. Sometimes I am so frustrated with Mac and he's so frustrated with me. And we just like we've done the breathing and we are have separated to do our little texting conversation thing. And both of us have trained ourselves to actually think, is this worth it? I we love each other so much. I'm just gonna say I'm sorry. And then we can readdress it. I'm not just gonna try and say, I was right, you were wrong. This is why I'm right, this is why let's just start by saying sorry. There's a lot of power in this word. It acknowledges the other person's pain, anger, sadness, or frustration, and indicates that you don't want them to feel that way. This can be very tough to do because our pride often gets in the way, but it is so freeing, and it is so healthy for the mind, brain, and body. It literally drops inflammation in the brain and the body. It literally improves the way that your chromosomes are functioning. I mean, these are things that are super important for your just day-to-day physical health. Another thing to, to reconnect after a fight that you can do is to bring up a little joke or a topic that you both have in common. I mean, laughing is just such a healing thing. It's just such a rest for your mind because fighting is tiring for the mind, brain, and body. So maybe you have some funny little joke that you that you know that you both will laugh at. Bring it up, you know, sorry, and then the little joke just to reconnect on something that is funny and something that you have in common. If you laugh with each other, you're literally resetting your brain and reconnecting to the connection that you have with that person. This will help you feel good and lots of neurophysiology will happen. That's great for you. Increase your resilience and may even feel that you'll feel proud of yourselves that you've worked together to heal the messiness and repair and grow. So I hope this has helped you. Let me know how this has helped you the next time you have a fight. Apply these tips and send us, send me a DM or an email or put something on social media or comment in the section where you listen to this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to next time. 
I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.